Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the One Million by One Million podcast. Today, I'm here with Jose de Ustua from UTech Ventures. Jose, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for your invitation. So let's uh, get to know you and let's get you introduced to our audience. Tell us about yourself as well as about UTech Ventures. Thank you. Um, so UTech Ventures is uh, an accelerator. It's a venture branch of uh, a Peruvian university. We are based in Lima, Peru. We invest in early stage startups from Latin America. And we have been doing so for four years, and we have invested in a total of 32 startups so far. And what, um, so you invest only in Peru, yes? The program is, uh, it's run, uh, we run the program in Lima, Peru, but we invest in, in different startups from all over the world, mainly from Latin America, but we have received applicants from the U.S., Europe, and other countries too. Okay. Let's, um, let's start by talking about some of the companies that you have invested in, and I will uh, segue that discussion into trends in Latin America. So talk about maybe two or three companies that uh, you're particularly, you find particularly interesting. And as you were talking about them, give us a feel for um, also some of the um, reasons why you chose to invest in those companies. Okay. So uh, maybe I will start from, uh, not from the beginning, but from the end. Um, so right now, for example, we are running our seventh program. It's a program based on education startups at Tech, ED Tech. Okay. And what we're looking for is to help entrepreneurs um, reach their goal in solving educational problems in LATAM. So we're very excited about this program because it's the first time uh, programming and focus on in, in ed tech is being run in Latin America, and we, we find that it's a big problem from Latin America. So we are very excited about that. We have selected six startups. These startups are, are attacking different problems in the educational system, from K-12 to retraining after work, and um, we're very excited. And, um, what we expect with our program is not only to have a return, an investment return, because we invest in them, but also to have an impact, to have an impact on the society of Latin America, on young uh, students and university students who can uh, learn better and improve their capabilities. So let's actually double-click down on that. Uh, how much are you investing in each of these six companies? We invest in cash, $25,000, and we uh, ask in exchange for an equity. How much? We ask for 7% in equity. Wow, 7% equity for $25,000? That's a very, very steep price. And are yes, these companies we, we all from Peru? Sorry, say again? Are they all from Peru, all these six companies? They are from Peru and other countries too. Um, yeah, we know that compared to an American standard, we don't, uh, we don't provide that much cash for the equity we are asking for. But one of, one of the differences is that one, uh, we don't have that much of liquidity here in Latin America. And second, we are investing in very early stage startups. Um, 
we what we wh why we ask seven percent is because of the value of the program too. We as UTech Ventures are member of the Global Acceleration Network, GAN, and what we are doing is top of the world uh, methodology and top of the world mentors uh, that we bring to our program, and that's why we charge a, a high, uh, probably a, a high equity compared to other uh, programs in the U.S. or more developed countries. So talk about the companies. What problems are they solving? Well, for example, we have one startup that's focusing on uh, changing the way the uh, teachers teach in K-12 schools. In Latin America, we are still very, uh, we're lagging behind on using technology in classrooms. So this startup, what it's doing is trying to put all the books, textbooks on a platform where you can learn from the platform but also incorporate uh, artificial intelligence in the way you can uh, um, you can provide tailor-made uh, educational uh, training and programs and, and lessons for each uh, student different uh, for each student in a different way. Since not all the students learn in the same way, we are uh, they are creating this platform in a way that they don't have to all all the students do this advance at the same pace. And in that sense, this platform is going to help students who are lagging behind. To learn or, or to learn better the concepts and not uh, and, and avoid having these gaps in their learning progress. And this is all in Spanish. This is Spanish. Yes, it's it's made okay. in Spanish. Our market or, or the market for most of our startups is Latin American countries and Spanish-speaking countries. Okay, let's uh, let's go through that the the six. Uh, company cohort that you talked about and, and just go through what are the different problems. I'm just trying to get a feel of you know, what kinds of ed tech ideas are, uh, are you supporting. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And, and, and in, before answer, answering that question, one of the things we have learned by doing a program in education is that uh, one, the deal flow is not as big as in other sectors. And second is that uh, you need to have a, a balanced uh, portfolio. I mean, uh, not all social or, or not necessarily the startups that are focusing on a, on, a, on, a, um, on a social program are the ones who you expect to have the best returns. But as being as a, an accelerator and investing in investing research, you have to balance in your portfolio both social impact but also returns from your investment. So in saying say, uh, said that, what we are looking in our portfolio is to balance that. Yeah, uh, from sure. the six solutions we're having, we have one that's focused on K-12. That mm -hmm. is a platform that's going to help students uh, um, uh, select better, or they're going to help them select better their path after high school. Uh, right now, like the average school in, in Latin America, what they do for their students is uh, is they ask them to answer a test, and based on the answer of that test, which most of the time it's a written test, mm -hmm. uh, they select what careers are best for them. Obviously, with all the information we have right now and all the uh, technology and resources available, it doesn't make sense to not take advantage of those solutions and data to uh, advise better students and help them choose the best career or, or, or after high school. Okay. So 
one of the solutions, it's called case to the art. That means in English, what to study. And what they're building is a solution, a platform where students can log in, uh, access all this data about careers, uh, salaries, uh, assign mentors, uh, talk to students who are currently starting those careers, and then uh, improve their decision on what career to choose uh, after high school. So that's one. Uh, on, our, on our current portfolio also, we're having a platform that is called uh, Andy. This platform is to teach English, uh, but to focus on less favored uh, population. Uh, currently, uh, we know that most in people in Latin America are not uh, good in speaking English, and they need to speak English most of the time to progress in their work. And even though there are a lot of solutions around about how to learn English for Spanish-speaking persons, this platform is new in the sense that it incorporates both the coaching, they coach the, the students, but also they are focusing on a specific segments that are not well attended by these huge uh, brands of, of, of learning English courses. And then uh, uh, progressing on my portfolio, the, there's another option that's made for uh, cooking lessons on, on Latin American cooking lessons online. This, for example, is a startup that we is not tackling uh, like a big issue on, this, on education, but it's on the other side, it's uh, taking advantage of one of the uh, uh, of the um, uh, of I don't know one one, one is taking I mean. Um, is using one of the things that Latin America is, is recognized by, is by their, their, their uh, culinary uh, experience. And they are trying to bring them to the world, and they are trying mm -hmm. to uh, uh, expose uh, all that culture or Latin American culture to other, uh, other countries in the world. And uh, it's, it's one of the startups that we invest not because of the social impact, but more in a way to balance our portfolio of startups. Uh, mm -hmm. in, I'm thinking more about return in that sense. And yeah. uh, do you want me to continue with the other three? Or yeah, go ahead. And the other three that's in our current batch, one is uh, called uh, Can Do It, and it's looking to connect students in Latin America with American companies so they can uh, uh, access to an internship or do a remote project and mm -hmm. it's a way to help students in Latin America to reach bigger corporations, have more uh, job training, and uh, helping them in uh, progressing in their working, uh, in, in their, in their uh, development path. Uh, that's called Can Do It. And then the last two, uh, one is called um, uh, Coder School. Uh, it's a school for teaching new abilities, uh, coding abilities, uh, product development abilities at a very low cost. They run boot camps, but they run, uh, their model is to run a high, a, a high quality, low cost, high number of boot camps in Latin America to teach new skills to Latin American uh, 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 students. And, and okay. finally, I'm forgetting one, uh, um, ah, the last one is called UDOCS, and this is, this is a script, it's like a script, but in Spanish, and it's for uh, Latin American, uh, especially uh, university students, to access documents in Spanish 
for free. Uh, both uh, uh, documents uploaded by the same uh, students, but also access uh, books uh, in Spanish for, um, for a very low cost. What we are trying to do, one of the challenges we have in Latin America is that there is not much content translated to Spanish, and, not, and especially not much content in Spanish online. So what they are doing is actually uploading all this content in Spanish online to help students uh, access more, uh, uh, more documents so they can learn uh, or they can use more sources of information to progress in their uh, career path. I see. Okay, so now um, that gives me an idea, and, and I, I, it sounds like everything is B2C. Is that a correct observation? Uh, most of them are B2C, yes. Um, we have had also B2B. Uh, yeah, but it's not that we have focused especially on B2C. It's just that the way that the best startup we selected are from B2C. B2C, okay. And what is the strategy for follow-on funding for these people? What, uh, you know, $25,000 will not get them that far. Where, uh, what, what do you have lined up for them? Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's one of the biggest challenges of any accelerator in the world, right? I mean, how to help the startups after the programs, after they have learned all, I mean, and they, uh, after they have received all this learning, having all these connections, how they can grow and to grow, how they can raise funds to, to achieve those uh, goals, right? Um, so one way we do it, we have an angel network uh, that helps uh, funding most of our startups after the program. But we're also part of the, uh, we call a, a network of other funds and angel networks from Peru that's called PICA, P-E-C-A-P. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and we connect with them to uh, give them our deal flow. The other ways we are doing it, we are, it's, uh, we are connecting them with the members of GAN. Uh, GAN, the Global Acceleration Network, has their own venture fund. So that's one way to fund the startups that get out of get out of our program is that they apply to this fund. And then we use our network in Latin America and in the U.S. to connect them with angel investors and VC funds to help them raise And how much of your portfolio have received follow-on funding? From the 26, that's it, this, uh, before starting this batch, uh, half of them have raised funds after the program. All of them? Yes. And, and all of them have received funding from what source? What is the primary source? Is the Peruvian angel mainly, network? That's mainly, mainly angel investors. Yes. And I mean, can you talk a bit about... America, yes. Yeah. In Latin America, the, the, the funding, it's... Uh, so one of the biggest challenges is the lack of, uh, of, of, of funding in Latin America. So it's different to the U.S. where you can raise first round with and raise uh, 1.5 million or, or above a million of dollars. Here in Latin America, first round is usually a seed round between 200K and 500K. And then if you progress, you, you can, after that, raise a, a round bigger than that. But uh, your first round after an acceleration program in Latin America will be around 200,000 and 300,000 in average. And the angel investors who are investing in these companies, are they from the technology industry or are they from different industries? Different industries. Uh, 
come from the financial sector, but also family offices uh, mm-hmm. and some from the tech sector too, but not what we are trying to build. We're trying to build an ecosystem and to build that an ecosystem, we're trying to create these virtual cycles of invest, investment. To do, to do that, we need more exits, and once we get those exits, what we need is the ones who exited and have success in their exit to reinvest part of those uh, earnings. But that cycle hasn't startup. completed yet. That, that kind of money hasn't started coming, to, coming in yes. yet. And that right. happens to most countries in Latin America, probably with the exception of Brazil and probably Argentina. Yeah. So... Um, now, these 26 companies before the tech batch that you talked about, what sectors are they from and what trends are, they, are you seeing in Latin America that are reflected in these 26? Yes. Uh, so I will say there are mainly three kind of trends. One is uh, fintech. Uh, access yeah. to financial resources is also one of the biggest challenge in, biggest challenge in, uh, uh, in Latin America. So we have a lot of fintechs. Mm-hmm. Uh, then agritech, uh, Latin America. It's uh, uh, m- most of the uh, most of the countries in Latin America have a very strong agricultural sector. Uh, so there's uh, some on agritech, and then uh, I will say the, the third trend is mainly B2C services related startups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, And how many startups do you think are operating in Peru today? Technology startups. How many are they? Yeah, how many are there? Well, I wouldn't say created every year or just in any given time. How many are operating? Like are there 1,000 startups, 2,000 startups, 300 startups? How many startups are we talking about in Peru today? um, I will say there are uh, 1,000, more than 1,000 startups in Peru. Mm -hmm. and I will say how many of those have raised funds, probably between around 100. Around 100. 100 are in, 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 uh, investment ready, uh, but I think more investment ready from the seed, uh, seed stage, right? And how many do you think have significant uh, revenue or, you know, let's say a million in revenue? A million in revenue per year, annual revenue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have the numbers. Uh, yeah, yeah. I will say not many. I mean, not at all. I will say a hundred or less. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Interesting. Okay. Very good. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Sorry. The thing is that one of the that Peru is still a small ecosystem, but being small helps us grow fast (laughs) as any startup. Um, Yeah. Um. We are one of the countries that I think access later to this uh, trend or to this uh, to start like focusing on uh, helping entrepreneurs great, create great things and technological things and try to uh, uh, take advantage of all this technology that's going on in the world. Uh, yeah. But we are supported. We have a very good support from the government. We have a mm-hmm. very strong community, still small but strong. And we are investing a lot in talent too. Uh, actually, UTech is a, it's a new university. We, we have been around only for six years, but we mm-hmm. are a university that since the beginning focused on talent and on engineering talent. We have only engineering careers, 
And since the beginning, we thought about investing in startups as a way to uh, in, uh, um, support talent and support entrepreneurial talent in Peru. Yeah, okay. So Latin America, but yeah, focus in Peru. Very good, very good. So we, we, you know, in One Million by One Million, we love to see new geographies coming up and starting to get some traction and, and building these beginnings of the ecosystems. We, you know, I personally have been deeply involved at the beginning of the Indian uh, startup ecosystem, and we have a very big penetration in India. And, and now we're seeing companies coming from everywhere, including Africa. So it's been a really fascinating experience talking to people and seeing companies from all parts of the world. So I wish you all the best, and thank you for coming today to the show and sharing what's happening in Peru. It's fascinating to learn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, that's very interesting because we, uh, as UTEC, we were part of a program that's called the MIT REAP program, the Regional Entrepreneurial mm -hmm. Acceleration Program. And we had the opportunity to share experiences with other ecosystems from Canada, Australia, Africa, Europe. And um, it's very interesting to see the difference in the stages and yeah. also learning from the ones who are more developed how to increase uh, 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 how how you can increase your 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 speed of, of of growing as an ecosystem, right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you uh, again, uh, Jose. Thank you, audience, for listening today. We will be back again with another edition of the One Million by One Million podcast. Meanwhile, feel free to you, come you, to one of the. If you allow me to add one one last thing. Um, so I think overall the continent, the Latin American, uh, the Latin American countries have been lagging behind on these opportunities or, or, or receiving investment for creating new opportunities in startups. This is changing right now. Uh, right now, uh, SoftBank, one of the major VC uh, 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 funds in the world who have sponsored startups such as Uber, is now creating and have just created a fund to invest only in Latin America $5 billion. And they have started fast doing that. They have just, I think, invested about Two billion dollars in the last eight months, and um, and this is changing in Latin America. It's going to change a lot. Uh, I think we are a huge market. Brazil, Mexico, Colombia, Peru, Argentina are very uh, are quite big markets, and uh, this will allow a lot of opportunities to create new things. And I'm very um, excited to see that in the forthcoming three to five years, this is going to change dramatically. We're going to see Absolutely. huge change from Latin America. Absolutely. Great. Wonderful. So, um, audience, you are welcome to come to one of our free public roundtables. These are mentoring sessions. They are safe working sessions. Bring your project and we'll work with you. Um, it's a WebEx call. You can dial in from any part of the world. And uh, otherwise, dig around on the website and see what resources you would like to access, 1mby1m.com, and see you next time.